welcome to London Runway Style. This is your guided exploration of collections and catwalks from London shows. Each episode, we take a look at a collection or article you can find in our pages, so if you want to listen with a visual aid, head to londonrunway.co.uk for a digital or physical copy. Today, we're looking at issue 58 and new rules. How alternative music has become a fashion trendsetter during lockdown by Maria Henry. This issue, Maria Henry explores the revival of alt music and fashion, the issue with using subcultures as aesthetics, and the wonder of women with mullets. One of the most interesting things to come out of the lockdown, style-wise, was the abandonment of any set fashion rules. Without anywhere to go, and anything to do, and with the absence of the usual trendsetters, such as in-person fashion week shows and new film and television programmes, people began to experiment more and more with their individual fashion sense. As these things were all put on pause due to the social distancing guidelines, music became one of the only artistic mediums that could still be produced and experienced somewhat normally. As such, a lot of people started to turn towards music as a stylistic outlet. We saw the revival of a lot of different era-specific clothing, such as Y2K-style low-rise jeans and tank tops, caps and tennis skirts. The vibrant colours of the 80s, along with big blown-out fluffy hair, also made a comeback, as did 90s trends such as halter dresses, knee-high boots, and tiny shoulder bags. If there is, however, one extremely notable trend in both music and fashion that emerged recently, it is that of alternative, or alt, fashion. Alt fashion is characterised by freedom of expression, by being able to dress the way you want to express yourself. It first emerged with the punk movements of the 70s and 80s, later turning to grunge in the 90s. Today's alt style, in many ways, is becoming a fashion subculture in of itself, taking old ideas and giving them new identities. Alt girls take elements from the noughties emo and indie subcultures and revamp them for the internet age, creating a whole new style in itself. The new alt is often characterised by dyed hair, piercings, layered clothing, black tights, chains, fishnets, and chunky boots. Although the fashion trend is still associated with certain styles of music, as of late it has become more of a trend than a representation of a specific culture or interest, with lots of people creating videos on Instagram and TikTok where they try to put together alt outfits to try out the aesthetic. The idea of a subculture or genre becoming an aesthetic is both negative and positive. One of the main negatives is the gentrification of alt culture. Alt culture stemmed from a love of music, which went against the grain. Punk, rock and grunge music were all about calling out the issues with society and accepting that non-traditional ways of living were just as valid as, if not better than, traditional societal enforced roles. 
When a style influenced by this sort of cultural movement becomes a trend, it is in danger of losing its original meaning as it becomes something that you can sell, something that can turn a profit. This contributes to the gentrification of the movement, with people upselling alt clothing items for way more than they're worth, making it inaccessible to those without money. This is a big issue, as the whole purpose of the alt movement was that anyone could create alt looks with whatever they had. It was an expression of self and culture, a state of mind, rather than an aesthetic requiring certain items. Another issue is that when a trend emerges, it is often representative of only one category of people. In the case of alt fashion, there has been an increasing trend of the most popular alt influencers being white, thin women. Alt fashion and music is for everyone, regardless of race, gender or size, but the way it is often seen online is only through one specific type of influencer. This is once again an issue as it erases the meaning of the culture. It creates an idealisation that to dress alt you have to be this one type of person, that you can't be yourself. There is, however, one pro to it becoming a trend, and this is that fashion can be used as a doorway for people to discover new music. People who identify with the style may too identify with the music, discovering and in many ways reviving the genre. The mullet has been everywhere lately. For all genders, we've seen this becoming the new big thing in hair. The original business in the front, party in the back hairstyle was mainly associated with men in the 80s. It represented a sort of free spirit masculinity associated with rock and roll and punk music. However, the mullet in a different sense has also been a female hairstyle. Known as a shag, this layered hairstyle was seen on the likes of Dolly Parton, Stevie Nicks and Farrah Fawcett. It is a slightly toned down version of the mullet, with a focus on lots of short layers, emphasising the top of the head. Within the last year, these have been seen all over Instagram, with influencers like British author Florence Given and American poet Orion Carlotto rocking the look. The mullet has been seen all over TikTok lately, and has become associated with alt style. Its popularity only continued to grow over lockdown, and searches for how to cut a mullet have risen by 124% recently. One of the factors involved in this is that it's a somewhat easy style to cut yourself, and numerous videos have emerged online with people taking their haircuts into their own hands. With the absence of salons during the lockdown, these videos offered people a chance to get creative with their at-home hair jobs, trying out something new now that they don't have to go to work or school. The mullet recently made a huge revival when it was seen on pop icon Miley Cyrus. Miley debuted her new look at the MTV VMAs and it received a major positive reaction. People loved the androgynous punk rock look that she was channeling for the release of her new music. It even prompted a trend on social media in which people would post a photo of themselves and caption it, if Miley comments, I'll get her haircut. Miley's new style draws heavily on conventions of 80s alt legends, such as blondie frontwoman Debbie Harry and the runaways Joan Jett. The anything goes sort of fashion sense, which includes sequined jumpsuits, vintage band tees, leather trousers, gold chains and lots of costume jewellery, is a nod to 80s punk rock with a modern twist. 
her new style perfectly complements the old rock tone of her new music, and has contributed to her reinvention from pop artist to modern rock star. If there is anything to note from the re-emergence of trends, such as alt-inspired fashion and 80s mullets, it's that everything comes back around. This is similar within the music industry, with 70s synth-heavy pop making a revival earlier this year – think Dua Lipa, The Weeknd – and rock music coming in hot and heavy recently. If anything, this is a wonderful thing as it allows people to experience things that they otherwise might have missed out on. It also works to revive and keep genres and subcultures alive, as the youth continue to enjoy and share them. Although some would argue that with revival, some of the original meaning of a culture is lost, the world is constantly changing. When we apply a modern perspective to an old trend, it doesn't always result in a negative, but rather, we could work to make these old subcultures more inclusive and diverse. For example, the mullet was a traditionally male look, but now it is seen as a style that anyone can rock, regardless of gender identity. Towing the line between aesthetics and revival isn't always easy, but with every generation, there are people out there who are willing to try. London Runway is growing our team. We're always on the lookout for writers, people who can contribute written work to both our issues and our website. If you're interested in reporting on fashion news, creating trend guides, talking about specific moments in fashion history, analysing and reporting on bigger stories that take time and effort to research, or even writing short fiction pieces based around the world of fashion, we'd love to hear from you. Head to londonrunway.co.uk forward slash submit in order to take a look at our submission requirements. And if you'd like to join the team as an intern, please send a copy of your CV to info at londonrunway.co.uk. There are no requirements for our interns or our contributors other than that they are able to write well, and training is provided as part of our internship to help you improve. Long-term staff positions are also available upon completing the internship. Just get in touch and we'll give you all of the details. What will you create for us? This episode of London Runway Style was presented by me, Chief Editor Rhiannon de Verk. You can find full issues, as well as interviews, articles, trend reports and more at londonrunway.co.uk and follow us at London Runway Mag on most social media channels. Until next time, enjoy. <laughs>